Hey, I'm going to do a little bit of an experiment today. This is a podcast. I'm going to post this into my 1980 podcast and I'll put a link in the description. I will be cross posting this into my YouTube channel. So my personal YouTube channel, I started uh, in 2011 and posted just a video of my cat. Uh, in 2021, I've finally grown it to about 300 subscribers and I'm kind of at this point in my life where I'm going to fork and split things up into two different worlds. And I used two because I founded in 1980. This is the logo of the company that I founded around the premise that I have always existed between two worlds. 1980, I'm a Xennial. So I was born in an analog world, became of age in a digital world. I used a phone book. I used landline, copper lines. And I remember seeing the internet for the first time in my youth, sending an email out to Berkeley. And that moment was just a completely transformative moment where I looked at the technology available at the time and just went, oh shit, the entire world is now changing. And then I came of age uh, right around when Facebook was just coming out, the iPhone hadn't existed yet. And back then they call it the Facebook. And so I bridge into these two worlds. And a lot of this carries through in my professional life, in my personal life. And I created this company around that concept of creating bridges and so I wanted to explore that a little bit more. And so as part of this podcast, what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to do a little sketch. And so if you're listening to this in the podcast, I'll leave a link into the, uh, the show notes where you can get this on YouTube and vice versa. You can listen it as well. And um, I'm going to be doing a little exploration at, with 1980 at the center. And so if you're joining me on this uh, channel right here, and you're interested in stuff that I've been posting the last few years, last couple years or so, I've been posting just reviews of technology, camera filmmaking, some leather goods. What I'm going to do is I'm going to be splitting my life into two. So let's put 1980 at the center here. And I'm splitting a little bit on this channel. So let's talk about going, uh, what's happening here. And so on the YouTube journey, what I'm going to be doing is... I'm moving all my professional stuff into that 1980 channel and then things that's personal to me, I'll keep it here. So on the personal side level here, I've been spending a lot of time reading uh, philosophy, meditating, kind of getting grounded, working on anxiety, working on a lot of mental health issues. And so this is kind of my personal me. You're here for me. And if you're part of this, I appreciate you. This is all the heavy stuff. And if you're interested in kind of the gear side of it, the filmmaking, storytelling, the more technical side, I'm going to push you into the 1980 channel. So I'm going to leave a link in the uh, description as well. And as part of this work and life, you know, I'm trying not to split the two up, but Let's focus on where I'm going to be focusing with 1980. So the majority of my time is what I'm going to be calling the vanilla world. I'm going to be spending the majority of my time just in the traditional you know, day-to-day, how things are today. This is the basic, simple corporate structure. It's the stuff that you see um, with uh, buzzwords around consulting business, management, uh, all the 
I'll call it the boring stuff, the stuff that keeps the world running today. And on the personal side of this, um, I'm going to be spending a lot of time, I'll call it in the, in the meta world. This is where I'm going to be doing mindfulness. I am going to be doing some new age uh, health things. I'm going to be doing exploring uh, journaling and other things on a path for self-discovery. So this is really about self. And then on the far reach side of it, I'm going to, for now, I don't have a name for it, but I will call it Web 3.0. This is decentralized. This is what I view as a decentralized world. And there's a transition happening. So if we go back to Web 1.0, back when I was a, a little kid and I remember going in and seeing um, an internet connection at my internet service provider, it was Teleport at the time, and they um, created a connection to the internet, right, to to a, uh, a server in Berkeley, and that, that server was then connected to the internet. And at the time, like, we were like, that, that didn't even make any sense. We were using bulletin board systems, connecting from one computer to another computer over a phone line. And um, then the internet allows you to open up and connect to a different world. So then I created my website. You were, I actually hosted my website at teleport.com slash, and it was like a tilde and, and my username at the time. And they created a site and sites lived in their own islands. They were not connected. Uh, this was before commenting, social likes, and all that stuff. So it was just simply sites. And at the time, I even created a journal. And back then, the whole concept of a content management system didn't exist. So you actually hand-coded HTML into a file. You upload that file. And each time you wanted to make a change across the board, you had to uh, search and replace or do you know really just a lot of manual things. And, you know, blogging came out at a live journal. WordPress was a thing for a little bit. And then we moved to Web 2.0. Web 2.0 is things like Facebook. So these platforms, right? YouTube. And it's a space where now everyone is part of platforms and we're all interconnected. So then the premise of having your own self-hosted blog or a, a, a website kind of went away. Like the value prop of that kind of went away. And it was harder to create things at scale. So Web 2.0 did that. Web 3.0 kind of takes us back. It creates decentralized organizations. So now no one owns the platforms, right? So I guess there will be platforms that will try to kind of leverage this. But the whole premise behind Web 3.0, it's all completely distributed. We're all individuals. And we join things by um, memberships. Um, and in this case, with 1980, um, I went out and I bought a, an NFT, non-fungible token. Uh, I think for the people in the vanilla world, I basically paid some money for a JPEG. Um, but just with NFT, you know, I bought one or two kind of cheapo ones, and then I bought one to this one here. This one's interesting to me. So there's a, a social club called Shiny Object Social Club. And it's the premise behind it is a group of people that are really interested in the latest and greatest and they're attracted to and distracted by shiny objects. 
the founder, Tom Osmond, uh, he used to create learning things for MakerPad, which is a no-code community that I was part of. I still own a lifetime membership there. But he quit and started his own club here. I joined somewhat early on um, and, and bought an NFT to actually become a member from here on out. You can't join this club. It's closed. You have to buy one of these digital uh, signals. And what I'm seeing here is creating community. And, and so that's moving us away from just community that I have on YouTube or community that I have on Facebook and followers, but now communities by possession and ownership in a stake. So this now creates an opportunity that anyone can break into this game. It used to be held by a small group of elites and with decentralization, it allows basically the, the common person to be able to get into and access wealth creation tools. And so that's the general split of what I'm doing with myself, 1980. I think I am gonna try to exist and the company that I'm working with exist in the intersection of all three of these. Because if I, I have always believed that innovation change happens at the intersection of things and the intersection of just this really advanced decentralized technology along with a very meta mindfulness, meditation, um, self-realization, because I think the more we get closer to machinery and robots, the more we need to get back to human. And the intersection of those two is something really interesting that can transform what I call just the vanilla world today, the world as we know it, and as a, as a mainstream. This is not mainstream. Mainstream has no idea what NFTs are. This is not mainstream. Mainstream's not interested in mindfulness. The intersection of these two spaces, wealth creation, democratization, gets us into this change here. And this is where 1980s can be playing. And so I think if you wanna learn more on the tech side, kind of this stuff here, I'm gonna be moving stuff into my official 1980 platform. And then on my other social channels, it's more personal, I'm gonna share some of that. So I'm gonna split that piece a little bit. And eventually as these components get together, it's gonna to merge back and then we'll come up with some unified thing that is yet to be determined. So, hey, thanks for listening. If you are listening uh, on a podcast, on a channel, please engage. Uh, I have a really amazing community. There's some really amazing people that have been along with me on this journey. And I hope you stay along because I see a really amazing future and I hope to share a message of positivity, a message of hope, and a message of change. Welcome to 1980.